listening to New Hampshire Now on WKXL, airing live weekdays at 10 a.m. and re-airing weeknights at 6 p.m. and Sundays at noon. Welcome back here on New Hampshire Now on WKXL, one of the nine fourteen fifty and ConcordNewsRadio.com. I am Chris Ryan. I want to thank you so much for joining us for the program. Ben Lubsdorf covers the State House of the Monitor. He'll be with us in just a moment on the program. I'm going to be joined right now by State Senator Lou D'Alessandro here on the New Hampshire Now program. Senator D'Alessandro, how are you? Chris, how about yourself? A little wet out there. It is a little wet out there. This is the worst snow. I don't want rain. I know this is the worst type of uh, of winter type weather. You want to have if it's gonna if it's gonna rain out there. I want I want snow. The, the right. slush. That blessed snow that does so much for our economic base. Yep, and gotta have it. I know it, and uh, it's just uh, just hoping we get some of that pretty soon. Yes. Uh, obviously, uh, a couple of topics wanted to touch upon with you, sure. the New Hampshire chair, the, the fix the the debt movement, yes. and uh, wanted to get that in just a second. But sure. um, in light of what happened in in Newtown, uh, yes. there's obviously a lot of discussion about what we can do as a state, um, what we can do as communities, uh, what's going to be done at the federal level um, as a result of these these violent acts which have, to be quite honest, um, are, are not just isolated to this incident, but I think about uh, I think about Green, the Greenland police chief. Um, I think about a lot of standoffs, a lot more standoffs that we've seen in our New Hampshire communities than in, in recent years. What do you think needs to, to be done? Well, I think there, are, there certainly are a couple of things we can learn from each one of these experiences. Now, I represent a district in Manchester where, we're, where A, Officer Briggs was killed, B, Officer Downey was, was shot six times. We had a, 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 we had a situation where an individual who was harboring his child was shot, shot and, and, and killed, and we've had a number of other shootings in my, my area. So I can tell you that the 20th Senate District is very conscious of what's going on nationally because it's happening locally in our city. Um, a, we've had a wonderful uh, re- response by our police chief, David Mara, who's um, stepped up community policing, actually put police in the area that remain in the area so they become familiar <clears throat> with the people and familiar with all of the all of the surroundings. I think that's a, that's a first step. And, you know, police presence and visibility becomes a, a very important issue in, in that context. With regard to the schools, I think the planning has to take place. There was a wonderful plan in place in, in Newtown. Yes. But, but, but obviously, when, when you get a person who wants to do something bad, they can make that, they can make that happen. But think of the children that were saved yep. because of the, the quality of the plan and the execution of the plan. And I think that's something that we ought to do uh, throughout our state and, and really throughout the country. And then you've got to get to the base issue. And what's the base issue? Why are we such a violent society? You know, why are we killing kids every day? Why are there so many shootings in our country on a, on a daily basis and on a yearly basis? And that's a societal problem that, that we have to deal with. And, <clears throat> you know, that takes a, a, tremendous, a tremendous amount of effort on the part of every individual, of every family. You know, we have disjointed families now, which we didn't have 20 or 30 years ago. We have more people than we had 20 or 30 years ago. And, and, and obviously there are more weapons in circulation than there were at any time in the history of our country. So all of those things have to be dealt with on a systematic basis. And you can't just rush into something. You've got to plan it. You've got to execute the plan, and you've got to stay with the plan. But I think it's most important that our leaders, uh, right down from the president of the United States to the governor of the state of New Hampshire, to the mayors of the cities, to the superintendents of the schools, but everybody has to be working jointly uh, to solve a, a problem, because the problem does exist. And uh, 
what happened in, in, in Newtown is such a, a, a tragedy, but Aurora, Colorado was a tragedy. Uh, the the situation in Virginia, Virginia Tech was 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 a tragedy. You know, we we how many of these tragedies do we have to incur before we get our act together and say let's address this as a society? You know, um, I'm I'm certainly no genius, but I can but I can tell you, uh, working together you can solve any problem, but it takes working together, and that's what we, we've got to do. That you know we. We have such fragmentation in this country. We've got to bring the country together, and I think the president was unbelievably, unbelievably impressive at um, a his press conference and b his statements in in Newtown. I mean, that's that's a, a wonderful direction, and let's hope that he follows up and that we follow his lead. And I think you make a, a, a key point, uh, a number of key points, actually. And the, the president was phenomenal. And yeah, the press was. conference, uh, the, the speech on on Sunday night was, was fabulous. Yes. And But that has to be the starting point. Exactly. Um, yeah. Too often with, with, with this president, it, there have been the great speeches, but there has not been the subsequent action uh, that, that is needed to, to, meet, to make a comprehensive uh, difference on issues. Yep. And um, I think that, that this time, it has to be different, and I think yes. that it's not just the president. I think that, as you mentioned, everyone has to take the lead on this issue. Right. Uh, Maggie Hassan has to take a lead on this issue. Mayor Boulay here in Concord, Mayor sure. Gatsis in Manchester, right. superintendents of schools, and us as individuals within the communities, because right. I think that these types of events are only going to be stopped within the community. I think that the federal government can pass an assault weapons ban. I think that we can do token things uh, in New Hampshire. But individuals um, are going to be stopped via community policing by, I think, an overall... um, more right. accepting society, sure. um, a big societal shift. But I think that mostly these situations are going to be stopped at the, the local uh, community level. But that being said, yep. um, as a state, um, and there's this certainly is a state issue, too, that we have to think about moving forward. This is one of the, the loosest uh, states in regards to, to guns in the country. We have seen too much gun violence uh, in the state of New Hampshire. Um, and I think that that conversation has to be had. And I think yeah. that, that, that smart people have to get in a room and have a conversation about what we need to do with guns moving forward. But I think it has to be a comprehensive r- approach. I think yeah. that by taking guns away from, from law-abiding citizens, whether they are assault weapons, automatic weapons, semi-automatic weapons, handguns, concealed... I don't think that that necessarily solves the problem. This has to be a, a comprehensive uh, look at illegal guns as well, enforcement of, of laws that are on the books. And I'm not sure that that the, the, that people are willing to, uh, even at this point in time, uh, to make that uh, that type of a jump um, in terms of expenditures and investment at the, sta- at the state or federal level. Well, I think you're exactly right. It has to be a comprehensive approach, and everybody's got to be part of the solution because everybody's been part of the problem. So we all have to be part of the solution, and, and we've got to think it through and, and carefully, uh, carefully think it through and then do something. You know, uh, we, we've got to be doers in this context. We There's a lot of rhetoric. There's a lot of rhetoric that goes with the tragedy. We know that. We've seen that over and over again. But we've got to do something at, at, at this point in time. Look, at I have nine grandchildren, Chris. I went to a concert for a six-year-old grandson on Sunday. Watched him play basketball on Saturday. I think that little guy, you know, could have been yep. one, one of those who 
who was brutally, I mean, you talk about brutal assault in, in this in this particular situation. I don't think anyone, I don't think anyone can come away from this tragedy without a feeling of we've got to do something. It felt like it happened um, oh, in Concord. Uh, that's oh. the way. It, it, that's the way it felt to, to me. And yeah. there was a. Uh, I don't know how, how you felt, but to me, when my my wife and I were making pancakes with our our two year old and our five month old, and there was a feeling of guilt, and we looked at each other and we embraced, and we yeah. felt uh, we felt so so terrible for yeah. the parents, particularly on Christmas time. And yeah. then and there was you know people who who I talked to went out shopping and just felt guilty doing anything well, talking about anything yeah, other than yeah. than this because it engulfed us in a way that um that i think that even 9 11 um well, although as, as tragic and and terrible an event that was particularly for me being from yeah. new york this affected me even though i had really no personal connection to it on such an incredible personal sure. level because of the children, the children. and and the, the terrible images that you get oh. in your head about what must have looked like i felt so terrible yeah, for the first right. responders the teachers sure. everyone it was a, just a horrible Horrible oh, circumstance. I think you're you're exactly right, and uh, you know my my wife said, "I've got to, I, I can't take it. I yep. can't take it. I've got to turn off. I've got to turn off the television." And and and, and, and we did because it was so heart wrenching. And <clears throat> you know, children. I mean, their whole life was ahead of them, and uh, this this terrible terrible tragedy we got a lot to do and as a country we can we can make a we can make a big difference but we got to get on it and we have to get together and get it done and as 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 you said initially and as i agreed with the president made a great speech now it's time for action and action must must take place because when the youngest of this society the future of your society is is hurt and done away with What's the future look like? And I think that's a terrible, terrible thing to have to consider. What kind of a, what kind of a future? You might have had a president. You might have had a senator. You might have had a doctor or a lawyer. I mean, so many yeah. possibilities are now gone. And uh, we, we can't let that happen. We, we just, as a country, as a nation, as individuals, we cannot let this happen. We just can't let it go by. And uh, I certainly would make every effort I pledge to myself to to kind of make this happen because I think it's important but my god as a country we got to get it together we got to get it organized uh, and hey it's 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 a herculean task but my god it can be done it can be done well said uh, that is Udo Sandro joining us here on the Hampton Hour program obviously state senator from uh, from Manchester um, as we wrap up the segment here I want to talk a little about uh, the fix the debt movement yes. uh, as well um, fiscal cliff talks uh, continue uh, looks like we're going to see uh, some movement on that as uh, House Speaker John Boehner is addressing House Republicans I believe as we speak um, and have ma- has made some concessions in regards to uh, taxes for individuals making in excess of uh, one million dollars so there's been some movement on the fiscal cliff but have you seen enough um in terms of uh, addressing the debt in this legislation and uh, how does it affect in your mind our our state and uh, what got you involved in this movement well i think it has a dramatic effect in our state uh, because if if these outrageous cuts take place and these tax increases come into play immediately it'll have a devastating economic effect on new hampshire that's clear and we've had um, economists from New Hampshire clearly indicate what would happen, the job loss that would take place, and, and the kind of other negative things that, that would happen. What got me interested, I was, I was at a conference um, 
in in Atlantic City, and I I met with Governor Rendell, former governor of Pennsylvania, and he mentioned that he and Senator Gregg were forming an organization that would deal with the debt. And I thought that was very, very interesting. It's something that really, really should be done, and that's what generated my enthusiasm, you know, for Fix the Debt. Secondarily, I've been talking to to the late Senator Warren Rudman. Warren was was my boss when I was president of Daniel Webster College. He was chairman of the Board of Trustees. He was the author of the Graham Rudman Hollings Bill. Yep. And that in essence is the mechanism that's being that's being used for sequestration. So I talked to Warren about it and I said, Warren, how can it be solved? And he was he was convinced that it that it would be solved. But you gotta bring people again, you gotta bring people together. And that's the significant problem we have at the national level, bringing people together, Be- because they don't they don't stay in in Washington, they don't get together, they don't socialize as they did in the past. They're running back to their to their districts, and and as a result of that, you don't get a cohesiveness uh, in in Washington. Now you got a situation where the president and the speaker of the house are trying to work this out. Well. In in other times, and I just saw the movie Lincoln, by the way, which I recommend to you. Yeah, I, I wanted to see it. I have go, not. Go I can't see wait. that movie because it shows how a president has to be involved, how everybody has to be involved, and you got to keep people. You've got to keep people talking. You got to keep them together, and you got to do certain. You got to do a number of things. That's been missing, and that's what I hope that fix the debt will initiate the fact that people at the very grassroots level believe that this problem has to be solved. And they are they are willing to call their congressman, call their senator, make it known that we want this taken care of. And that's why I got involved, because I think the grassroots is where good things happen. Yep. And so that's that's my that's my uh, reason for getting involved. That's my rationale for getting involved. And, and that's why I, I stay in this business. Well, uh, Senator, make a difference. Yep. Senator Della Center, we want to thank you for joining us oh, uh, for the program. And I look forward to talking to you uh, the upcoming session. Okay, Chris, you have a great American day. Have a wonderful Christmas and take good care of those two kids. I will. Uh, and you uh, take care of those nine grandkids. I right? certainly will. Thank you. Ludo Center here on Hampshire Now on WKXO 1450 and ConcordNewsRadio.com. I am Chris Ryan. I want to thank you so much for joining us for the program. We're joined by Ben Lubsdorf from the Concord Monitor up next on Hampshire Now. You're listening to New Hampshire Now on WKXL, airing live weekdays at 10 a.m. and re-airing weeknights at 6 p.m. and Sundays at noon. Silent night, holy night, all is calm, all is bright, round yon virgin, mother and child. So tender and mild Sleep in heavenly peace Sleep in heavenly peace